Oh, welcome you guys. This is episode 10, I believe, on Human Radio with my guest. La Lena. La Lena. A.K.A. Um, Escondidex, A.K.A. La Lena, La Nena, A.K.A. La Fea Más Fea, A.K.A. A.K.A. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn, that's a lot of A.K.A. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's it called? Um, so tell me, like, what, what is it you do? So uh, my day job is, mm-hmm. like, I just work retail. Mm-hmm. And then I guess I consider myself a creative as well. Mm-hmm. And I do a little bit of everything. Yeah. But, Yeah. So, like, earlier we were talking about, like, how you do tattoos yeah. and all that stuff. So, so, yeah. So, you do them just stick and poke, right? So yeah, far? for now, I've only tried my hand at doing, like, stick and poke tattoos or hand poke tattoos. Mm-hmm. I've never picked up a machine. I've seen, like, my sister do, uh, like, tattoos with a machine mm-hmm. and other artists work with machines. But I feel like I'd rather work with, like, just the needles. Stick and pokes. Yeah. Oh. And, like, um, how long have you been doing that? So, I started when I was in high school, just tattooing myself mm-hmm. and, like, my friends in, like, our bedrooms and shit. Oh. So, I just started with, like, a sewing needle mm-hmm. and some thread, a pencil, and some ink that I got at the craft store. Mm-hmm. And I tattooed myself. I tattooed my best friend. And we were just, like, fucking around one day and her mm. mom walked into the room and she thought that we were like shooting up drugs because <laughs> like where we were tattooing ourselves on uh, our arms she was like what the fuck mm-hmm. but yeah oh and so so like um so you just went to the craft store and bought regular ink yeah it was it's india ink oh, okay. so like i watched a couple of videos on it and that mm-hmm. was like the ink that was recommended for like mm-hmm. use on skin um i'm sure it's probably still not the best to yeah. use but still that's what i would use oh. and that was like i want to say like eight years ago i got you yeah oh. and like what other stuff do you do because i saw that you were saying you were jack of all trades jack of all <laughs> trades master of none that is definitely like the mood that i've been in for like a while mm-hmm. and i'm trying to step into that and be like more okay with the fact that i can do everything mm-hmm. and not like worry about just chasing one thing yeah but I've been fucking around with like editing photos, so photography. Mm-hmm. What else do I do? I've been trying to make stamps recently. Oh, stamps! Yeah, oh, dude, I've been doing the same thing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's really fun, like carving into mm-hmm. the rubber and shit. Um, I find it really soothing, like ASMR. Yeah. Um, what else do I do? Paint. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like multimedia type stuff. Multimedia. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then for like um. For the stamps, have you done anything recently or no? Um, so I just wanted to like make something kind of small for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So I made like a little, it was like a little cloud and it was like crying. So it mm-hmm. looked like a rainy little cloud. I got you. And I only put that on one stamp that mm-hmm. I like gave to Crystal. So oh. I sent out all of the Valentines on like through the mail. Mm-hmm. And oh, I feel so like, you did the traditional. Yeah, I was like, I wanted to do like OG because mm-hmm. I mean, it's a pandemic. I yeah. can't see everybody. I can't be like, hey guys, and hug everyone like you're used to. But I feel like that excitement of like getting something in the mail is really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. So I wanted to do something like that. And um, a few of my friends like finally got theirs mm-hmm. and they like sent me pictures and they're like, thank you so much. And like, uh, that should make my heart so like, yeah. so warm. So yeah no that's really cool because um yeah nobody really uses um snail mail 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, um, my my girlfriend actually, she um, she wanted a picture of her puppy. Yeah. Um, that she gave to her aunt, I believe. Oh. And then um, her aunt, she doesn't know how to use technology, so she's not really good with her phone. Yeah. You know, sending him picture through that yeah so she legit took a picture and mailed it to my girlfriend that is so cute and she wrote the whole letter on the back of the picture i was like hey this is your puppy you know he's doing good this this and that so i mean it's cool that you like got to do the whole snail mail experience because you know nobody does that shit anymore i feel like that's what i'm gonna start doing more often too Mm -hmm. like even when things go back to quote-unquote normal Mm -hmm. i just want to like send the people closest to me like little reminders like hey i hope you're having a good day because like you never know when somebody even if you know them really well what they're going through yeah um so you know just send a little happy reminder like hey yeah i love you and it's a surprise too yeah you really don't expect something exactly like i've told a few people like hey just send me your address and like Mm -hmm. maybe i'll send you something at some (laughs) point yeah so yeah oh that's really cool and um what's it called um well like uh where are you from so i was born and raised in charlotte Mm -hmm. a lot of people feel like that's like every time i get into a lift and they're like where are you from and Mm -hmm. like try to make conversation Mm -hmm. i'm like oh i was born and raised in charlotte they're like whoa you're a unicorn like that's so rare like you Mm -hmm. never see people who are like born and raised here it's always like oh i'm from like up north or Mm -hmm. somewhere and they migrated here but yeah i guess that is kind of rare i don't Mm -hmm. I don't know, but... Oh, well, I don't think so now, because, I mean, I was born and raised here. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, um, for me, I've I've been um, back and forth. So, I mean, I'm from Mexico. Yeah. So, um, like, I was born here, I was raised here for a little bit, then I was taken to Mexico and then brought back. Yeah. And then just back and forth, kind of like that. That's cool. So, I mean, I I would consider myself born in Charlotte. Yeah. I wouldn't know, I wouldn't know if um, raised. Raised, right. But, I mean, I'm really... I'm pretty sure it really doesn't make a difference if you were no. raised here or not. And I mean, like, you know the city pretty well, I yeah. imagine. Like, yeah. if you've been back and forth, but, like, mm-hmm. it's been a minute. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was living in Texas, like, for a little bit when I was, like, three mm-hmm. or four. Oh. So I was born, my sister was born in Texas, mm-hmm. then I was born here, mm-hmm. and we were kind of, like, back and forth between uh, Brownsville and, like, Austin. Mm-hmm. And then we settled here when my brother was born. Uh, so, so guys? yeah, oh, okay. and I'm a middle child, oh. and ever since then we've just been chilling, Charlotte East Side. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and I mean, um, so, well, what do you think about Charlotte? Because I mean, in my perspective, I really don't think there's a lot here going on. I mean, it's been wild. Like I said, East Side. Mm-hmm. So it's been wild to see the fucking East Side change so much, mm-hmm. and that's like what I've known my whole life. Yeah. To see that change, to become gentrified, now there's, like, some fucking police building, like, Mm -hmm. kind of close to, like, the high school that I went to. Yeah. And it's crazy because, like, the bridges that are down there, like, they didn't used to exist. Like, we used to, like, jaywalk independence. (laughs) And, like, now you can't do that shit at all. So it's, like, it's really wild, but, I mean, I've gotten to see my city grow. Mm -hmm. Pros and cons, you know, like, a lot of people... um, have gotten the opportunity to like grow with the city mm-hmm. but other people not so much it's like it's yeah yeah i feel you and i mean i don't know i think i mean charlotte is definitely gonna still grow yeah um, and it's i mean right now it's still doing that yeah um people are calling it the next new york you know <laughs> <laughs> and i mean that's so crazy dude how long do you
you think it's going to take until it becomes almost like the next New York? I don't know. Like, even looking like five, ten years into the future, mm-hmm. I can definitely see it getting bigger and bigger. But, like, when I think about it, uh, when I think about it like, the only thing that comes to mind is, like, the people that have lived here forever that are being pushed out. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the first thing that comes to mind. They're being pushed out. Like, rent is getting more and more expensive no matter where you are. Mm -hmm. And, like, our minimum wage isn't going anywhere. Yeah, and, I mean, that's the thing that really can't, like, help. I mean, yeah, if it rises up, you know, but if, if the minimum wage was to go up, then some people will get fired because they're like, oh, we can't afford paying all these people. Right. So then they get no no work. But then if the minimum wage stays minimum wage, you know, people are going to be surviving off like seven twenty five, yeah. which is fucking ass. That's barely survival. Yeah. That's like, barely survival. Like um, I was working at Burger King. That was my first job. Mm-hmm. And um, I was getting paid seven twenty five, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm fucking balling. Right. But then nowadays, when I come thinking about it, I'm like, fuck, that shit's nothing. Exactly. I mean, everybody feels like that when they get their first job. Like, mm-hmm. that's how I felt with, like, my first, like, $200 check. I was mm-hmm. like, yo, where <laughs> we eat tonight? Yeah. But well, now it's like, that ain't shit. Especially if, like, you're you're a person who has kids and you have mm-hmm. to support them. Yeah. You have to, like, you know, put a roof over their heads. You have to clothe them, take them to school and shit. Like, mm-hmm. $725 ain't shit. Yeah, it's pretty tough. Yeah. And like, um, have you only been in Charlotte and in um, Texas, or yeah. you've explored around the U.S. of A.? Um, I've only like, like lived there mm-hmm. when I was like little, and only lived here. Um, I've visited Chicago a couple mm-hmm. times. Oh really? Yeah. How was that? It was really cool. Yeah. So I went during the summers for like Rito Fest. Mm-hmm. D- during what? Rito Fest. What's that? So it's like a music festival of mm-hmm. like Latin American, um, alternative music. so it's like a really cool there's just so many artists Mm -hmm. like just thinking about it the lineup like i remember seeing intocable Mm -hmm. um monlaferte who else i'm gonna be honest with you (laughs) i was pretty zooted the whole time i was there (laughs) so it's like hard to recall a lot Uh of the artists but it was really fun like I, at least I remember that it was fun. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. you got to live the experience, you know? Yeah. And they do, um, what What was the festival thing called again? Ruido Fest. Ruido? Yeah. Oh, Ruido. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Like and they do that every when? Every summer. It's every like summer? a three-day festival. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's really cool. And mm-hmm. this, is it just over there, or do they do it somewhere else? It's just in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's like usually close to like the Pilsen neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, they've moved it, I want to say, the last couple years mm-hmm. to some other locations they're a little bit farther away um but yeah it was really cool the first time that i went i had like some people that i have known since like myspace oh really and i got to meet them for the first time so like i had known them now i've known them like close to like 12 years Mm -hmm. and that was my first time meeting a lot of them damn so you basically broke the rules of stranger danger yeah (laughs) and i mean it's like weird because like when you're on we're i feel like our generation is like in between, like, we grew up with, like, Nintendos and shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, before we had cell phones. This yeah. generation has a cell phone, like, when they're 10 years old, which yeah, is crazy. Insane. But um, I remember going to the library with my sister. Mm-hmm. And she would be, like, fixing up her MySpace page. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, can you get me one? Like, can uh-huh. I get a MySpace? And she was like, fine, but you have to keep me, like, as number one on your top friends list. Like, yeah. that's, that's the rule. <laughs> oh. 
And I was like, fine, cool. So whenever she would let me borrow her phone or something, like I would check my MySpace page. Mm-hmm. And like through common interests, like I guess the same artists that other kids liked, mm-hmm. we just happened to find each other. Uh-huh. So like I, one of my friends, Jennifer, she was like one of the first friends that I made there mm-hmm. on MySpace. <laughs> and then um, we just kind of stayed in contact as like social media evolved. Like mm-hmm. we followed each other to facebook and then instagram when that started to become popping mm-hmm. and we just like stayed homey so oh, that's really cool yeah when i went up to chicago i hit her up and i was like hey i'm gonna be there like let's mm-hmm. like finally meet, meet mm-hmm. yeah so that was really insane and mm-hmm. like surreal it still feels surreal yeah. but yeah how do you feel telling your parents like yo i met this person online mm-hmm. or do your parents know about that you guys met online yeah like um so I have a boyfriend and he's long distance. He lives in mm-hmm. Texas. So when I first told my parents, I was like, oh, I have a man's now. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, who is he? Like, where is, where's he at? Like, where, yeah. you know, whatever. When are we going to meet him? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, well, he lives in Texas. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, oh, like what? Mm-hmm. Like, are you moving there? Like, what's what's up with that? Um, so I feel like they're kind of used to me being like, oh, I know so-and-so over here. Because mm-hmm. I do have like a few mutuals in texas now too and Mm -hmm. california for a while so it's like i like to just know people everywhere and i feel like they're kind of like used to like oh she's just gonna like do her own thing Mm -hmm. and i think they're pretty like trust like they trust me enough to know that i have a good head on my shoulders and that i wouldn't be like just just trust anyone yeah you know i'd be like i'd go through the motions of like is this a real person? I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. not trying to get catfished out here. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they had a TV show about that. Yeah. So, like, it's, I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people, that runs through their head yeah. when they're meeting new people online. Yeah. Because, um, like, I don't know, but some people that um, have followed me on Instagram, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't know you, so, I mean, I might follow you depending on what you have on your feed. Yeah. Because, like, if it's, um, if, if they don't have anything or if it's private, I might follow them and see what they're doing. Right. And then if I just don't catch the vibe, I'm like, fuck it, I'm not, I'm unfollowing you. I feel that. But what's it's it a called? little sus. Yeah, but for you to, like, actually, like, go ahead and fucking be like you know this stranger isn't danger (laughs) yeah i mean i feel like the people on catfish Mm -hmm. to some extent it's like how do you not know Mm -hmm. because like you could video call you could like see someone like over like well yeah Mm -hmm. i was about to say phone call but no (laughs) but you can like see them in a video call you know Mm -hmm. and if they keep saying like oh no i'm too busy for that and it's been like years and you still haven't seen their face like that's a little sus no yeah i guess yeah but you know people still have their hopes up that's true and i really hope this person is real that's true keep on persisting yeah but i mean for you i mean luckily it worked out yeah so i mean you went over there to uh what was it chicago yeah you went to chicago where else have you gone uh parts of texas Mm -hmm. since i left when i was little like uh dallas fort worth because that's where my full stays at mm-hmm. so i've been over there i've flown out a few times now by myself mm-hmm. at first it was like really scary but to fly yeah alone but like you were scared of what like just missing um, your flight or like a plane a pr- yeah a plane crash uh more so like getting kidnapped at the oh, airport really? <laughs> yeah because like i realized that like our airport charlotte douglas is mm-hmm. really fucking small compared to like dallas international oh, really? that bitch is huge mm-hmm. Like, our airport is, like, a section of theirs. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, being there and, like, getting so worried that I was going to get lost and someone was going to come up to me and be like, I'll help you. Yeah. And then, like, just 
snatch me <laughs> up and like take me like across the world or some shit. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, I was on the phone with my phone the whole time, so mm-hmm. it worked out. It's fine. No, that's good. I mean, um, I was, um, I've also traveled through plane a couple times. Yeah. But um, that was when I was a little kid, and I mean, I was with my parents. Yeah. But what's it called? Recently, I've done one flight by myself. And I was more scared of the plane crashing yeah. or um, getting on the wrong plane and ending up like in fucking China Damn, that or would someplace. Suck. I mean, it imagine? would suck in a cool way, though. Yeah, I mean, like you're stranded, but like yeah. look at this place I've never been to before. Yeah, Where but, did you go? Um, I was in Mexico. I was coming back to um, to Charlotte. Nice. Like I was in uh, in Monterrey. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I wouldn't say it's close to the border, but it's, it's a good drive. Not too far, yeah. Yeah, it's a good drive. But um, what's it called? I was there. I got in the plane, and then I was uh, once we were getting ready to lift off. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, I was scared of fucking crashing. Yeah. So like when I was in the plane, I, I could feel it kind of like a roller coaster. Yeah. Because I'm not a big fan of coasters either. Yeah. So um, I got on it. <laughs> I got on it, and it started, you know, like um, you know, picking up the speed, and yeah. I could feel myself getting pushed back. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, it's about to fly, it's about to fly. And then once it lifted, I was like, okay, I got kind of used to it. But then the landing part, that's another part. That yeah. Me Definitely, I like, feel like the landing is more scary for me. Because, like, takeoff is just, it's like a rush. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time the first time that I was on a plane was to go to Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I remember <laughs> being so fucking nervous. Mm-hmm. And me and my sister, I was with my sister. But I was like, you know, that, that rumble is so mm-hmm. fucking loud. I yeah. had never heard, like, a sound like that, even on a roller coaster. Like, I'm used to the city bus. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, this is, like, a hundred city buses. <laughs> so I was, like, so nervous. But, like, once it took off and, like, your ears pop and all that, it mm-hmm. was like, oh, this is cool. And it's, yeah. like, a pretty short flight. I want to say, like, maybe two and a half hours. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's not that bad. That's not that bad. And, like, mm-hmm. to Texas, same thing. It's, like... Mm-hmm. Two hours, oh, hour okay. and four five. Yeah. What do you drive to? Um, any of those places or no? Well, I don't have my license or a car at the oh. moment, so <laughs> I'm pretty like landlocked as uh, far as that goes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, once I do have that, I can see myself taking road trips. Mm-hmm. Like starting small, of course. I could probably take road trips up to like the mountains or the beach, mm-hmm. um, just to get used to like driving for semi long distances yeah. at a time. Cause like from here to Texas, I want to say it's like. Like two 18 days. hours yeah. yeah so it's like you have to stop a mm-hmm. lot and that's a trip yeah no yeah. like um for me most of my travels to going to mexico yeah it was um it was through bus okay so it's like three days yeah and i mean it's it's fucking it takes forever it does and then you're just sitting in the fucking bus you know just driving back and forth yeah and i mean i i do remember some good times uh, other I have bad experiences with buses as well mm. like this one time I was um, I believe I was um, I was in third grade I believe mm-hmm. um, and I was going back to Mexico and my mom she was like oh I really want my son to come back to Mexico I haven't seen him in a while um, this this, and that and I was like okay uh, we can send him today but the bus option is kind of ass I'm not sure if you want to put your son through that yeah but she was like oh I don't care I want to see him oh <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> yeah so I mean, um, I didn't, I didn't know what the fuck was going on, but they were like, "Are you sure?" And she was like, "Yeah, I want him here now." So they were like, "All right." So they fucking put me in the bus. Um, I was with um, one of my uncles, mm-hmm. and I mean, he's a big fella. Like, he's fucking fat. Yeah. So I mean, I was sitting next to him, but then the bus that I was in was basically a school, kind of like a school bus. Okay. So it wasn't like, um, it wasn't like a good 
bus to travel in because right. they have different options when it comes to buses. Yeah. And um, I, I got in that basic fucking school bus and they had an AC that was fairly working, but everybody had to roll down their windows. Damn. And the, the seat that I was in, I couldn't roll down my window. And I was sitting next to my fat uncle. Shit. So we were in there just I was suffocating. In there pretty much, yeah. Damn. And um, luckily, um, every time I landed in a, in a different spot, we yeah. switched buses. And um, every bus until I got to Mexico, I got a fucking amazing ass bus. Nice. Like the one in Mexico legit fucking had like TVs going down. It had AC, awesome AC. Nice. It had um, good spacing. I, yeah. I would say it was even better than a fucking plane. Cause you, you <laughs> I bet, yeah. Because yeah, they had really good spacing, and then um, it was just comfortable. It was yeah. really clean. That's cool. Yeah, but I mean, recently on my like um, teenage twenties uh, years of yeah. my life, um, I've only gone into the plane once, mm-hmm. and that was when I came back from Mexico to here. Yeah. And it was fucking. It, it was scary, but I mean, it was an experience too. Right. How and, long was that flight? Um, the flight wasn't that bad. It was, um, I believe five to six hours that's not too bad yeah because i mean i had to go from monterrey to um someplace in austin okay yeah um, like a catch a like a yeah. switch play or whatever mm-hmm. and i was there for like a good hour waiting for my bus i mean not the bus for the plane yeah and then from there i went to um atlanta and then from atlanta to charlotte yeah but i mean it wasn't that long and i was like fuck i'm already in the u.s i should start taking planes more often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but they're expensive they are yeah. that's one thing they mm-hmm. are fucking expensive. Yeah. And um, what's it called? Um, so what other places have you gone to? Or is it just those two places? Just those two places. Mm-hmm. Everything else is pretty like, I wouldn't say local, but it's like close by. Like you can drive mm-hmm. like the mountains, the beaches and yeah. stuff like that. Well, do you have like a, a bucket list place to go? I really want to go to Japan. Oh, to Japan? Yeah. Oh, that, I know that's going to be like, you know, a flight and a half. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but I really want to go to Japan just to see, like, the nature that they have out mm-hmm. there. Like, anywhere I go, like, that's what I really want to see is, like, just I just want to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mostly it's, like, just the nature, the people, the culture, the food. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to fucking taste the food in other places. Um, but I feel like Japan is, like, it's far in my future. Mm. You know, I got to build yeah. up to that. Yeah. Are you, are you saving already or no? <laughs> I got to <laughs> save for a car. Like, <laughs> I got humble dreams right yeah, now. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I have big dreams, like, on the back burner, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, building my way up slowly so, but surely. So, like, where do you see yourself in, like, 10, 20 years? Let's see. I'm 24 now. 10 years, I'll be 34. I feel like... By then, I'd want to have a lot of my life lived, Mm -hmm. like, as, like, a solo person, you know? Mm -hmm. And then probably settle down, quote-unquote, like, settle down. Like, have a kid or two. I don't want more than, like, a couple kids. It's going to be weird to listen to this in, like, ten years and be like, (laughs) damn, girl, you were fucked up. (laughs) Surprise, you got seven kids. Oh, damn. (laughs) (laughs) No, but... I can definitely see myself by that time, like, mm-hmm. maybe with a kid on my hip and being mm-hmm. like, what's up? I'm a cool soccer mom now. <laughs> I don't know. I think having one kid is just kind of weird. Because then the one... I mean, the one kid is, like, all by themselves. Yeah. yeah. But, you, you know, he has to have a little buddy. That's how I feel. Yeah. I'm so grateful that I grew up with, like, an older sister and a younger mm-hmm. brother. Because um, if not, I would have been, like, a weird-ass weird kid. kid. Yeah. <laughs> nah, because, I mean... Um, I'm I'm the oldest. I mm-hmm. only have like a younger sister. Okay. I think she's 
she, I think she turned 16. Okay. Um, but it's I was like the only, uh, the only person for a while because mm-hmm. um that age difference. Yeah. But um, what's it called? Once my little sister came around, then we um we had a rough beginning. Yeah. We would fight a lot. I can imagine, yeah. especially with the age difference. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're like I don't get you, and they're like I don't get you either. Yeah, like we would mess around with each other. Like um, she would want to watch like um. I don't know if they would have it here in, in the U.S., but it was called um, Discovery Kids. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, so it was kind of like a Discovery, but for kids. Yeah. They would show you a bunch of, like, little cartoons that would be educational. Yeah. I was like, fuck that. I want to watch, like, fucking some other crazy <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. So um, I would change the channel, and she was like, yo, can you turn it back, Rob? And I was like, I'll turn it back. It's on commercials right now. And then she was like, oh, okay. And then eventually, when it would be on my commercials, yeah. she would be like, um, all right, go back to my channel. And then I would go back, and then um, if it was on commercials, I'd be like, see, told you it was still see, on commercials. See, told you, gotta yeah. go back. And then eventually, um, she caught on. And then what I would do, I would stand up and, you know, put my hand on the little, um, on the, the, <laughs> yeah, the, the Yeah, for the button. Yeah, so, like, um, she would try to change the channel, but I was like, oh, it's not working. And I guess we're stuck watching what I want to watch. But then eventually she caught on and she was like, um, whenever I would want to change it, yeah. she would get up and do that. So, I mean... Damn, um, I'm having flashbacks. That's some shit my sister would do to me, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's four years older than me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm four years older than my younger brother. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're you all four years older. Yeah. So, like, you still bully your Oh, your yeah. Like, when we were little, especially. Because yeah. then once my sister started, like, become, like, a teenager, she mm-hmm. wanted to go off and do her own thing. Yeah. So, me and my brother would spend more time together, like, with our dad and shit. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would, like, fuck with him the same way. Mm-hmm. And, like, let's say he, like, you know, the fucking Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, I want to play this game. <laughs> um, and he'd be like, no, I, w- I want to play this and that. I'm like, no, that's mm. lame. <laughs> it's my turn. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you, oh, what is it? When you die, is my turn. And then you, since you're a pro, <laughs> you just always play. Yeah. <laughs> or when they least exactly. expect it. Or when they least expect it, you die. But you're like, oh, I didn't die. I just put it on pause. Yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah but i mean uh what's it called so like well what kind of career path do you see yourself going through i don't know i feel like that's where i've been for a couple years and i might be here for a couple years more of like i don't know where i'm heading Mm. when i was younger i really wanted to become a teacher like in elementary school that's what i told all my teachers i was like i'm Mm -hmm. gonna become a teacher like you Mm -hmm. And then I felt that way all the way up until high school. Mm. And then I was like, no, I want to be like a... Don't eat the pizza, Keisha. <laughs> um, but yeah, once I got into high school, I was like, no, I want to be like a music photographer. I want to mm-hmm. like take pictures of bands and shit, go on tour. Because mm-hmm. that's when I started going to shows like on my own more often. Mm-hmm. And then... I guess, like, slowly but surely, like, the dream of becoming a teacher got, like, fucking beat the fuck up out of me because, <laughs> like, the teachers in high school, they just, I feel like it was because I was more older, I mm-hmm. could see that they were, like, tired, that it was mm-hmm. a really tough job, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, damn, I don't know if I can do this, mm-hmm. and honestly, towards the end of high school, that's when, like, my mental state started to deteriorate a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, if I even, like, go to college straight after high school, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna, 
I'm out. Yeah. Like, I'm done with living this life for real. And, like, I know oh. that's, like, kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's how I felt. And I'm glad that I didn't go to college afterwards because mm. I just didn't have the capacity for it. And now I'm, like, wondering, like, should I go back to school now? Mm-hmm. But I don't even know what, like, what I would go for. Yeah, no, I feel you. So now I'm just, like, going with the flow. Yeah, because I was, I was the same way. I, I was like, oh, okay, you know, after high school, you got to go to college. And that was mm-hmm. my mindset. Yeah. And I mean, I, w- I wasn't a smart kid, so I just ended up going to CP. Yeah. Because they accept everybody. <laughs> I love CP. Yeah, it's a pretty good spot. But like, I went there, and then I wasn't, my grades weren't that great. Mm-hmm. So um, then I was just like, fuck, I'm, am I stupid? I really can't learn. I feel that. So then I just, you know, I dropped out, and then I just started focusing on the art stuff that I want to do. Yeah. Um, I got the opportunity to work at a leather shop, and uh, that's when Sick. I picked up how to do like leather work. Um, that's where I picked up how to do leather work and um, from there one of my co-workers did jewelry mm-hmm. he, he gave me a basic knowledge of how to do the work and now I'm trying to see if I can pick it up um, and then the tattoo part is um, something that I've messed around here and there yeah and like um, I wouldn't say I'm a pro at it because like for the tattoos I still kind of blow out lines I feel that same and, yeah and I mean um, I really want like um I, I have a chance to go to California for a, what's it called, apprenticeship. Cool. Because um, my aunt, she has a, a nephew over there that does tattoos. Mm-hmm. And he's he's blowing up right now. Like, he, he's doing them shits, like, legit. Nice. Off, like, on the back of his house in a little, por- not a porch, a little um, fucking little shop he has. Yeah. And he just does it right there. And the stuff he does is really nice. So um, she was like, yo, I got a nephew over here who wants to do tattoos. Can he go over there and learn? And he was like, fuck yeah, just let him know that he's down to come over here whenever he wants that's sick so i mean if i go over there i'm gonna be learning how to do tattoos dude that's yeah. so sick and i actually had like the same like a similar opportunity from mm-hmm. a friend who lives in chicago oh. um their name is soft barrio on mm-hmm. instagram and they do handbook tattoos oh, really? and recently them and i want to say two or three other artists like kind of came together and were able to like make a shop of like mm-hmm. you know just like all handbook tattoo artists and I think yeah. that shit is sick as fuck mm-hmm. and I was like I hit them up and I was like yo can I just like go over there mm-hmm. and like learn all that you know and they were like yeah and you can stay with me too and I was mm-hmm. like oh shit for real like yeah. are you are you sure <laughs> and then like that's kind of when the pandemic hit and everything oh. and it kind of like it's just became good. survival you know mm-hmm. so and like tattooing is a very intimate process so like mm-hmm. for my safety everyone else's safety i'm like i've put a i've put that on the back burner too yeah so not being able to tattoo for like the last year basically mm-hmm. yeah it's been basically a year that's crazy since you've last done it i want to say yeah oh damn because i haven't tattooed in a minute just myself mm-hmm. do you practice um on myself sometimes mm-hmm. like with whatever idea comes up into my head that I'll take that as practice mm-hmm. but other than that I had I don't I've never used like those skins that mm-hmm. you can like tattoo on I've never used those no. oh I bought some and I don't know if it works yeah because like um it's it's different than actual like human skin right because in the human skin you know it it looks um kind of compressed so yeah. when you do a line it kind of it uh it looks like a you know when you use a sharpie and it looks thick yeah it kind of looks like that when you do mm. it on, the, on skin but when you do it on that one on the on the fucking fake mm-hmm. skin it um it looks like strokes it doesn't look like um it was like a, a chisel tip going down um. it looks like 
when you use a fork and you put ink on each tip and oh it goes down. i got you so, yeah so i'm really not sure if i'm doing it right but um i've practiced on like a banana yeah <laughs> I, I practiced on a banana i did an orange once but then after that point i just really haven't practiced and yeah it's, and it's something that i should really pick up honestly same yeah because i just don't practice okay well mm. like <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> but um what's it called like uh do you think you'll take that um apprenticeship over there I might. I mean, mm -hmm. it's like one of those things that's up in the air. It's like, we'll see. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Career path? What is that? <laughs> like, I don't know. Her. Yeah. I feel like I'm just like trying to dip my toe into as many things as I possibly can. Mm -hmm. And then I'm hoping that something sticks or mm -hmm. that some, some fire starts to burn inside me and I'll yeah. feel like a stronger passion for something. Mm -hmm. And... Like, I hope for that, but at the same time, I'm like, just take the pressure off, do your mm -hmm. own thing, have fun doing whatever it is that you're doing, whatever medium that you're using, mm -hmm. have fun with it. And I feel like that, taking that pressure off has just, like, made me have more fun and enjoy what I do a lot yeah. more. And I feel like that alone is going to open up a door for me that I never knew even existed. Mm -hmm. No, that's really good. Because, yeah. I mean, for me, I guess I have the opposite mindset mm. i look at myself and i'm like oh fuck i'm a fucking stupid piece of shit i need to learn how to do one thing at least <laughs> i feel that but then then i'm like um i get done with like one job and i'm like oh fuck it came out really cool yeah but i still don't know it to the full potential yeah so then i'm just looking at it again like fuck i need to get my shit together yeah so like that's that's kind of what i'm hoping if i do get the, um, the what's it called the if i do go do the apprenticeship over there yeah but I don't know, like, I think the thing that's stopping me a little bit is my mom. Because, mm. um, what's it called? If I just tell my mom, like, hey, I'm going to California, and she's going to be looking at me like, the fuck are you going to California for? Right. I was like, oh, to learn tattoos. And she's like, tattoos? That's not business. That's right. fucking stupid. And then from there, you know, she's just like, no, 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 no. But, I mean, I could still go ahead and say, fuck it, I'm going to go. Right. But at the same time, I just don't want to hurt her. I feel so that. It's, it's like a tough thing to tell my mom. I feel that. Yeah. Do you, you, would your parents be cool if you going over there? I feel like my my dad would be more down for it than my mom. Mm -hmm. Like my dad, he's a creative too, so oh. he's always like taking photos. He's always like painted. He's done murals like when he lived back in Texas and Mexico. Oh, really he's cool. done shit like that. He he's a poet. He's like mostly focused nice. on his poetry. Yeah, he has um, a book out, and mm -hmm. he's working on his like second. Dude, that's awesome. What book yeah. is it? So, um, I could like send it to you later, but uh, yeah, I'll check it out. Um, I'll, it's like really cool to see like him have like doing this mm -hmm. as like someone who isn't born in the United States, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. he came over here, I guess, like you know, the American dream or whatever, mm -hmm. hoping like to do something more with himself and like with his kids and his life. Mm -hmm. And my mom is more so, I feel like she's more focused on like the material mm. type stuff. Like, you know, you got to go to school, you got to go to work. Um, and she's still kind of like stuck in a mentality of like survival mode, you mm -hmm. know. And my dad's more of like a free spirit. Yeah. And that has like, that drove my mom up the wall while they were together. <laughs> oh. I'm sure like <laughs> she was like, this man is fucking crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean... I'm surprised they were together as long as they were, TBH. Mm. <laughs> but 
I I feel like my mom would be just more worried about me being in a city where I don't really know anybody. Mm-hmm. Like I have like extended family in Chicago, but I don't know them like that. Yeah. Um, I would like to. I think it would be like sick to like get to know them more and yeah. like um know more about like my family and like you know like those family secrets and shit. Mm-hmm. Like I want to know the like the cheese man. <laughs> What's the tea? Yeah. But like my mom would just be so worried about me and like i like you said like you don't want to put her through that you don't Mm want to like make her worry too much about you you want to like reassure her that you're doing something good with yourself and Mm -hmm. that like you're okay like you're gonna be all right if you follow your dreams yeah but that's such a like difficult thing to like to tell your parents yeah yeah i feel you but what's it called damn so your dad was like it sounds really cool. Your dad's a poet. Yeah. How was how was it living with a poet? Did he ever just drop bars once in a while? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like he's inspired me a lot. Like a lot of things growing up were just normal to me because mm-hmm. of him. Mm-hmm. So he's he's always had like some tattoos. Mm-hmm. He I don't think he got like his first tattoo until he was like in his late twenties, maybe like early thirties. Oh. So he waited a minute on mm-hmm. him, but then you know he pretty much has like a solid amount yeah. he also has like um scarifications oh really yeah oh, so oh. on his like arms he has my name and my sister's name branded mm-hmm. um and then once that healed over some years he got it like he went over it with white ink and black ink to like make it pop more because mm. it's like basically raised off like off his skin because it's like yeah. a burn um and he has a few others on his arms so I grew up seeing that and I was just like, oh, that's sick. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was normal. Mm-hmm. Like, and just because it was like my dad, I thought it was like, okay, everybody does this or mm-hmm. everybody knows someone close to them who looks like this. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of like the black sheep of his family because oh. they're more like religious. Mm-hmm. And he's, he like, he grew up looking like one of the Ramones, you know, like the he Ramones. was, <laughs> yeah, like rock and roll fool. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he was like, kind of like that growing up and... He's always kind of been that way. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, so I I guess I've taken after him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so have my sister and my brother because they're both artists as well. Mm-hmm. My sister, she goes by the AKA Lady Payasa. Mm-hmm. And her art is really sick. Yeah. I feel like both my brother and my sister are such talented artists mm-hmm. that like, it's not like I grew up like comparing myself to them. Mm-hmm. But I'm, like, just wowed by the fact that they, like, what they can make. Oh. And, like, I'm sure they, I mean, we all have, like, that thing where you, like, see something in your head and you want to make it, like, just how it is in your head. Mm-hmm. But it never really works out that way. I'm sure they go through that, too. But, like, the shit that comes, like, off of their hands is, like, insane. Like, they inspire mm-hmm. me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, having a poet dad is... It's cool, but it's mm. also like get out of the clouds once in a while. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, like hey, get Dad, your head out of the clouds. It's like we get it, Dad. You're a poet. We get it. <laughs> yeah, you're a sensitive artist. Same. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, kind of oh. like that. Oh damn. So like um, so you, your sister, your brother, and your and your dad—they're all fucking artists. Yeah. So like um, what's it called? At what age did they pick it up, and what age did you pick it up? Um, I want to say like my dad just like grew up, you know like reading a bunch of things, mm-hmm. listening to music. I, I remember him telling me stories of how he would go like different cities in Mexico mm-hmm. and like um, like places where they had like CDs and like uh, 
records and stuff and he would like spend hours just going through them Mm -hmm. so i guess he started like his intro into like art and stuff was probably music Mm -hmm. and then me and my siblings we just grew up with all of his music around us all of like his books movies and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so all of us in our own individual way kind of like picked it up and Mm -hmm. i feel like i took after not just my dad but my sister a lot seeing her talent like Mm -hmm. even as early as like elementary school she was making she like has a mural up still in like her our elementary school yeah that she did when she was there Mm -hmm. and like seeing her do all that i was like cool i can do like my own thing Mm -hmm. and yeah my brother i feel like once he got into high school like middle school high school Mm -hmm. his stuff is more like just drawing drawing and like uh uh watercolor painting and stuff is like Mm -hmm. what he's done recently so his stuff is really sick oh so so they mainly focus on like um pen and paper kind of thing yeah paint and paper yeah wall and paint my sister yeah my sister spray paints oh she does graffiti yeah she does like a she's also kind of the same as like i am like where she does a lot of shit she can (laughs) do anything you ask her um hey i need this on this wall she's like bet i got you Mm -hmm. no matter what kind of style it is she'll try to you know imitate it as best she can Mm -hmm. and um with my brother yeah he's more like pen and paper oh okay have you tried graffiti no no i mean i would be down to try it i feel like if i got a spray spray can and i was Mm -hmm. just like fucking around i could maybe just work on like a logo or something like a Mm -hmm. personal logo yeah but i don't think i would ever like pursue it as like my thing Mm because it doesn't call to me the same way that i imagine it calls to my sister you know i got you yeah yeah because everybody has their calling yeah and i mean for you i mean you have some stuff that you're really into Mm -hmm. and i mean if if those things eventually become like you know the shit that starts the fire yeah that's fucking amazing yeah and i feel like too it's like i like of course all of like the like drawing painting stuff that you make with your hands but i also really like like fashion Mm -hmm. and like that's a very different medium Mm -hmm. of art um because, I mean, you can incorporate that with your photography. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I feel like I've wanted to, like, do more shoots. Like, mm-hmm. I want to, like, shoot people, like, style them and shoot them yeah. and do stuff like that because that, I feel like that's pretty that's pretty sick. Do you use your phone or do you have an actual camera? I have a couple cameras. I have, oh, yeah. like, a, a film camera and then, like, a really old digital camera. Mm-hmm. Oh, a couple old digital cameras that I use, like, off and on. Yeah. And, yeah. Which one do you prefer? I feel like I, I tend to like film cameras more. The film ones because yeah. of the grain. Yeah. yeah, the grain and like getting them like going to the to the store, mm-hmm. going to Bigs and like getting your fucking yeah your pictures your done. pictures and like I I think I want to do more of like um like a collage type thing. So mm-hmm. take a bunch of pictures, cut them out, mm-hmm. cut some other stuff out, maybe paint on on them and stuff. Do something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said like multimedia is like really cool. Yeah, and what I've like wanted to do because i feel like it'll bring everything that i like to do all mm-hmm. together no, that's really cool yeah like um a project that i've been wanting to do you mm-hmm. can take it if you want it's uh <laughs> it's what's it called um it's doing photography mm-hmm. but do embroidery on top of it that's it so like um you can you know you take your pictures do whatever yeah. 
um, and then you can go to Biggs and they can save it on uh, they can save it digitally so yeah. they just email it to you yeah and then from there you can go to like uh, FedEx or well I think FedEx mainly does it mm-hmm. but you can get it printed off on a canvas so you get a whole canvas piece and then you know you just do an embroidery on top of it yeah so you can do like um because i've done like a little luchador mask on my um, on a sweatshirt yeah Yeah. (laughs) i did a little luchador mask and um i'm i'm thinking about doing something like that onto a picture yeah but um from my photography skills they're okay I, i feel like i can't get people to look fucking aesthetic yeah. And I don't have a cool wardrobe to get people to fucking dress fucking nice. I feel that. And I mean, I'm pretty sure they have good clothes, but it's not like the style that I want to go for. Right. And I mean, since you, I mean, I'm pretty sure you, you've really messed around with like photography. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you can get people to dress up like fucking dope You know what, fool? Let's collab. Oh, shit. Let's dude, yeah. collab. Dude, that'd be fucking dope. Cause, yeah. But like, um, but yeah, like I've been really wanting to do something with like a canvas of a picture and then just do some embroidery. I can see that. I can see that. That's really sick. And just do anything. Because another thing that I really got into Mm -hmm. was basically having um, a regular picture and incorporate something that's kind of fucking, um, like, not cartoonish, but, like, um, because it's not even Photoshop. Mm -hmm. Because in Photoshop, you know, you get to, like, if somebody has a weird smile, you get to manipulate it. Right. Or some shit like that. It's What I want to do is, like, draw something in the background that doesn't belong there. So mm-hmm. um, there was this one painting that my mom got, yeah. and it was um, like a, a foggy farm mm-hmm. with a barn in the distance. And I was like, dude, what if I just add a donut on top of it? <laughs> but it was, it was like sick. a painting. Yeah. So, so it was like um, it was a, paint, a painted donut on top instead of embroidered, because yeah. I didn't think about it at the time. But um, what's it called? I did that, and then my, my cousin, he had a... Um, he was working at FedEx at the time. Mm-hmm. So there was this one guy who got... Uh, pictures printed out in like a big canvas sheet so what i did was um well he, he apparently he did the wrong size and the guy didn't want them so my cousin was like hey i don't know what to do with them you want them berto yeah and i was like fuck i'll take them yeah and he had um this uh filipino old man mm-hmm. and a bamboo no not bamboo a baboon mm-hmm. um just like hanging out in the in the forest that's cool. So um, for the for the old guy, I wanted to see if I could make it look like his face was falling apart. I love yeah. like a melted look. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's sick. And yeah. I, I wanted to do it halfway, so it's kind of like half of the face yeah. is like um, melting apart. Yeah. But it wasn't like a regular um, anatomy a- accurate. Right. It's kind of like um, it looks cartoony. Yeah. It looks colorful. It doesn't look like what um, the inside of the body looks like. Right. So that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. And then for the baboon, I wanted to make it look like his eyes were coming out. Like, you ever seen the, um, <laughs> they call them the horny wolves? No. It's it's kind of like, uh, or horny coyote. But it's like, um, if you've seen Looney Tunes, you know when... Oh, when their eyes pop out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I was planning on doing something like that with the baboon. That's sick, yeah. Yeah, so um, I did that, but I kind of messed up and then just put it on the side. And I was yeah. like, I'll get to it later. I feel that. But um, what's it called? If, if you really want to try that out, I say go for it. And if you want to collab, you, you already know how to hit me up. Yeah. But what's it called? That's, that's some ideas that I've been wanting to put out. Yeah. But I just really don't have the, the idea of how to get it out there. Right, I feel yeah. that. And I mean... So, like, uh, for photography, was it just you going out and doing it, or did you pick up a class? Just me going out and doing it. Yeah? Yeah, like, Mm. my, since my dad, like, he, I mean, he has his own style of, like, taking photos and, like, editing them, Mm -hmm. but he kind of was just like, 
okay, you want to do photography? Cool. Like, let's go get you a camera. Mm -hmm. Here, It's like, not like the best of the best, but you know, it's something so you can practice and mm -hmm. like you can, you know, work on it yourself and, you know, figure out how you like to do it. Yeah. And he's always kind of been like that. If I ever said, oh, I like this thing, mm -hmm. he's always kind of like backed it up and supported it mm -hmm. as much as he could, you know? Yes. So like this past year, I started getting into roller skating. Oh, really? Yeah, mm -hmm. and I'm like starting from square one because like mm -hmm. I got wobbly giraffe legs like I cannot <laughs> like stand on the skates barely but um, For my birthday he like got me a gift card to like a roller skate shop here mm -hmm. that like just opened up and oh, really? Yeah, and he you know, he supports me that way. He's like, you mm -hmm. know get you like new wheels or whatever the fuck. Yeah, so Yeah like, that's <laughs> so what, what, got into, uh, what, what got you into roller skating? Uh, so I started watching like YouTube videos mm -hmm. of like old YouTube videos of uh, professional roller skaters like doing tricks and shit mm -hmm. or like street skating oh. and like seeing them like do flips and mm -hmm. like even skate on concrete is like fucking hard on roller skates yeah. so like I'm, I mean it's hard for me I can't <laughs> do it so um, just like watching those videos I was like shit like I just want to learn how to like do spins and mm -hmm. like maybe be a quarter of what they are yeah so i started like doing a bunch of research into like what skates to get mm -hmm. um and then i think i finally got them late last year i want to say like october november oh, okay so i've been slowly whenever i have time like get on my skates i've already fallen on my ass <laughs> bruised the fuck out of my tailbone recently oh, really? that shit fucking hurt God. i couldn't sit right yeah. for a minute so yeah. is it because have you skated before no when i was like i want to say like maybe six or seven years old mm -hmm. i think i might have like begged my parents for some skates that i saw at a goodwill mm -hmm. and i just remember taking them outside like maybe once and like kind of wobbling my way mm -hmm. around my dad's like work truck yeah and then after like three little rolls around i was like okay that's that's enough <laughs> that's <laughs> enough for today out, yeah, yeah. And then, like, I don't know if, like, my mom might have, like, thrown away my skates or something like that, but mm. I never saw them again. Oh, that sucks. So, yeah. yeah you could have been a pro by now. I know. <laughs> I know, man. I think about that all the time. Mm. But, I mean, better late than never. Yeah, that's true. And, I mean, at least you're picking it up, picking it up when you're still young. Yeah. Because if you picked it up when you were 30, 40. It'd be a, a different story. Yeah, a fall like that, you're going to the ER. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, what's it called? But, damn, like, um, nah, I really wanted to try out um, skateboarding. Yeah. But I saw my cousin fall and twist his ankle. Oh, and that was the end God. for me. I didn't even get to try it. I just saw him fall and I was like, fuck that. Nope. Dude, mm -hmm. injuries are fucking scary. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and it, it just happens, like, so quickly. Like, you yeah. could be doing everything right and still get hurt because there could be, like, a rock on the road or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, like, you just bump into it and, like, eat shit. Yeah. And you never see that shit coming. Like, I, uh, some of the, like, pro skaters that I, like, follow, mm -hmm. some of the injuries that they've had, I'm like, how are you still skating? Like, how yeah. did you get back up and, like, keep doing it? But, mm -hmm. like, I take that as inspiration, you know, if, like, yeah. I have, like, a little tiny ass fall and, like, bust my ass mm -hmm. that's not as bad as like my bones taking out of my knee or some shit yeah, so <laughs> they really get intense for rollerblading yeah damn that shit gets that. like pretty sick because like once they take it to the skate park it's mm -hmm. a whole different ball game like you mm -hmm. know you're i mean obviously even if you're in the street or in a rink mm -hmm. you might want to start off with like pads like elbow pads mm -hmm. wrist guards and knee pads but like you know you bust your head 
that's like one of the worst injuries i think mm-hmm. is like anything to your head because yeah. that's who you are pretty much yeah. yeah so if you lose your head like good luck god bless <laughs> yeah. but seeing them um like do handstands and shit mm-hmm. it's insane yeah yeah damn so what's it called are you can you like regular skate right now i can sort of like cruise mm-hmm. like i'm almost getting there to where i can like seamlessly do it yeah and then i'm gonna work on like perfecting turns and mm-hmm. doing shit like that but it's mm-hmm. a slowly but surely so you're using the ones with the four wheels right the yeah. ones in the corners yeah oh because what's it called my my roommate mm-hmm. he can rollerblade and i'm just fucking jealous of the guy because he <laughs> has he has the ones that are in a row yeah, the, yeah so those are blades. yeah so like uh, when we went back before the pandemic yeah. um, fucking happened we we went to the gym over there by um university mm-hmm. and he was he he popped the trunk he was gonna put his uh, his gym bag up because we're ready to leave mm-hmm. and i saw him with the rollerblades and i was like oh, get a load of this fucking guy with the rollerblades. <laughs> yeah I, like, I bet you don't even know how to rollerblade and then he was like oh you don't think so and then he just put them on and he, he said that yeah he was like yo let me prove this motherfucker wrong Damn. and he just fucking drifted into the abyss and i was like Fuck. That's a flex. <laughs> yeah, he fucking. And not only did he, you know, regular <laughs> rollerbladed. Yeah. He rollerbladed in reverse, and I was like, "Fuck, dude, get the fuck out of here. You're not my friend anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're too cool for me." Yeah. <laughs> well, what's that. it called? Um, that's another thing that I've been wanting to see if I could eventually do. Yeah. But I think I'm too much of a little bitch to fucking do stuff. Like it's that. hard. Anything yeah. with your body, like that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's it called? So like, how how did you get to start? You know. Because you, for the, like, the practicing, because was it, did you ever have Heelys? Yeah. You had Heelys? Oh, yeah. Were you good at them? Or, <laughs> or you well? I think I was, like, okay. I just remember, like, rolling around, like, Concord Mills mm-hmm. uh, yeah. on the weekends and, like, just whoosh, everywhere mm-hmm. I went. Um, mm-hmm. And you know how, like, Concord has, like, those... The little ramps. The little ramps, yeah. yeah. I would... I would go down those. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like, hey, watch out. Those. Yeah, watch out, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do the drifts? The drifts. You know how they do that hardcore shit where you're like. Oh, yeah. And then you just, no. No? I'm not that pro. Oh, okay. Can't look that cool. Mm-hmm. I was like maybe 12, 11 when I had Heelys. Yeah. And then, you know, my foot outgrew them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you just couldn't find them anymore. Yeah. And what's it called? But like for the rollerblades, like how. How did you actually manage to like fucking like get up and fucking put them on and like I'm out here rollerblading now? Dude, it's it's pretty like scary. Like I still feel it sometimes when I'm mm-hmm. wearing them because they're so heavy. Yeah. It's like I, I don't even know. It feels like I'm wearing. I mean, it's like wearing shoes with fucking wheels on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So you don't feel like super stable. But the more like I watch like YouTube videos, I feel like I learn a lot from YouTube, mm-hmm. um, and just watching other people also start off skating, yeah. seeing like what advice they have to offer, and then a lot of it is just like you got to do it yourself and like feel it out for yourself. So mm-hmm. when I first put them on, I couldn't walk without somebody helping me, mm-hmm. so I had to like hold on for dear life, and then like just kind of make my way. To, like, feel it out at first. Mm-hmm. And I still kind of feel like that sometimes, but I can, like, stand on my own now. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And, like, because um, for the surfaces, you know, they have the roller rings. They have mm-hmm. the, skate, the skate parks. Yeah. They have um, the, what's it called? Well, you could just do it on the sidewalk. Yeah. Which one was the hardest one? Um, 
I haven't gone to a roller rink yet, mm-hmm. just because of COVID and stuff. Um, I feel like concrete is pretty difficult. Any mm-hmm. smooth surface, like I've gone to the tennis courts, and that's yeah. pretty smooth. Like I feel like I was like, you know, rolling through butter. <laughs> but like with concrete, like sidewalk texture, it's still very bumpy. Mm-hmm. And like when you're rolling, you can feel every bump. Like you can almost like feel it in your knees. Mm-hmm. So it's like it feels like tickly. I don't know how to explain it, but it yeah. feels like you get that tickle in like your your joints. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that one I'm still not very good at cuz because very I can true. feel everything, mm-hmm. I I am a little bit more nervous to like roll around. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn, that's insane. Yeah. Fucking I don't know. I, I mean, I would never imagine to have like a tickly sensation going yeah. with the with the blade, with the roller uh, roller skates on the fucking concrete. Yeah. But like do you have to switch wheels or no? Yeah, there's, like, different wheels for different, um, uh, like, if you're skating at the skate park, you want a wheel that's a little bit more harder, mm-hmm. and if you're skating on the street, you want a wheel that's, like, more gummier and softer, oh. that way you don't feel as much mm-hmm. as of the bumps and stuff. So, is it kind of like, um, you know how skateboarding, they have mm-hmm. the regular skateboards, and then the, the ones with the tricks, and then they have longboards? Yeah. So, do you kind of want to have the the rubbery ones like the ones from longboards or do you want the sometimes you can use the same wheels from like skateboards and longboards on Mm -hmm. roller skates but um i feel like roller skating has gotten so popular within like the last couple years Mm -hmm. that a lot of like roller skate companies have like made their own wheels Mm -hmm. um a lot of new roller skate companies have like come out with with stuff that's specifically for roller skating Mm -hmm. so i feel like like with that, um, I just go for the ones that are, like, meant for roller skating. Oh, okay. Yeah. And is, like, how is the skate scene, like, the, the rollerblading scene? Because is it almost the same hype as skateboarding or not, really? I mean, I feel like it's grown a lot from mm-hmm. what I can see, like, online. Because, like, I, it's not like I go to Eastland Mall where, like, all the skaters are. Mm-hmm. I don't go there and, like, roller skate or anything yet because I, I don't feel that, that confident to be around, like, hella mm-hmm. people. Do they have people that do that there? They, for skateboarding, yeah. But is it just skateboarding, or do they also have um, people that rollerblade? I haven't seen any, but yeah. then again, I'm not out there like that, so they could be out there, and maybe mm-hmm. I'll find them one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for now, like, I just I just know that there's skateboarders there, because when I go, like, when I'm on the bus and stuff, mm-hmm. the transit station that's over in Eastland, like, I just see all the skater fools out there sometimes. <laughs> skater fools? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's really cool. I mean, God. Because the, the whole rollerblading, like I said, I've been wanting to try it, mm-hmm. but I'm too much of a bitch to try it. It's difficult. So, yeah. Anything with the body is, like, insane. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, safer to do, like... I mean, also, any hobby is fucking expensive. And I'm sure yeah. you know, as, mm-hmm. like, a creative person, like, anything that you take up is going to cost fucking money. Mm-hmm. Skating is fucking expensive. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> for the for the creative stuff that you've done, like, yeah. what's, what's one of the most... Um, expensive um ones you've done i mean i feel like in total when i think about it probably photography because like the camera itself is pretty expensive Mm -hmm. and then if you're constantly buying film and you know printing it and whatnot yeah that shit adds up yeah pretty much that's pretty expensive with other stuff like anything that involves like paper painting Mm -hmm. you can start off with like pretty inexpensive supplies Mm -hmm. like you can go to walmart get yourself some brushes some paints paper whatever Mm -hmm. and like be set but with 
like photography is not the same. Yeah. yeah. Would you like to learn how to do the what's it called revealing your own pictures? I I think I did that when I was in elementary school. We did like really? a whole like we made our own cameras using mm -hmm. like ice cream tubs. What? Yeah, so y it's like a pinhole camera and mm -hmm. you would put in like the photo paper and you would just leave it, set it out mm -hmm. and make a picture just like the I guess it's like over it's called like long exposure mm -hmm. so we just like left our um cameras outside <laughs> and then we went to i think it was the light factory mm -hmm. and we developed them there and learned how to do all that out oh, there that's really cool but i would love to like get back into that and learn how to do that mm -hmm. on my own like in my own room in yeah. my closet or something you're just gonna be there with a red light yeah <laughs> like my own little dark room that shit yeah. would be really cool mm -hmm. i would love to learn how to do that again and like even make my own little camera again. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that would be sick. Yeah, and then just see what projects you can do with that. Yeah. That'd be something fun. Yeah. But, like, what's it called? For me, I, I took um, photography and CP because mm -hmm. I took, like, a break year. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to go to school, huh? And she was like, at least go to school and take one class. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go and take one class, but not the ones that they that I need for, like, um, whatever the fuck I'm trying to do. Right. I'm going to take a fun class. So I took photography. Same. And I mean, I took um I took photography. I learned some basic knowledge on it. I know like the the frames. I know like long exposure. What you can use it for. Yeah. Um, it's nighttime. That was the really fun part. Like, yeah. I didn't know, but um, what's it called? So I did that, and then I could proceed to take a dark room. Yeah. But I haven't had the chance because you know COVID, and I yeah. want to have the hands-on experience. I don't want to do it online. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Everything's been on pause. That's just crazy. Yeah. How long do you think it's going to take until it goes kind of back to normal? I mean, I feel like the United States is such a like, it's it's a very nationalistic country. Like, you know, mm -hmm. land of the free, home of the brave type shit. Like, because like there's such a, a big thing around being independent mm -hmm. and like people being quote unquote free thinkers. A lot of people like don't want to take the vaccine and yeah. i understand why like there's a lot of like valid concern around not taking it mm -hmm. but there's like so many people who are at risk and we're not gonna reach like herd immunity for mm -hmm. a minute if not everybody takes the vaccine yeah so i don't know when we're gonna see like a new normal mm -hmm. maybe like you think it's gonna take like phases so like right now we're kind of in the mask phase. Well, yeah. some people are still wearing masks, some aren't. Yeah. But like in the mask phase and then, you know, keeping six feet apart. And then eventually we're going to reach that one point where we're like wearing the mask, but we're not six feet apart because we're kind of, uh, we're kind of used to it. Yeah. And then eventually it's going to be like, you know what? I feel better now. Not a lot of people are reporting sick. So take off the mask. But if you feel sick, you start wearing a mask. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that'll be maybe, like, a year, two years out. Mm -hmm. Like, in my mind, like, realistically, I don't think everyone's going to have the same access to the vaccine this year. Mm -hmm. So we're still going to be wearing masks for a while. I mean, people who want to be, you know, responsible are going to be wearing masks for a while. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I don't know. So, like, what are your thoughts towards the vaccine? I'm hesitant yeah. just because I'm like, Ooh, that shit's brand new. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, you have to take two um, two doses or two rounds. Oh, really? Yeah, so I you first round and then I think 
a couple weeks after you mm-hmm. have to have your second dose and then two weeks after that is when you're considered to be like straight mm-hmm. yeah. so i mean i'm not in one of the groups that's technically at risk mm-hmm. so i wouldn't be up for the vaccine for a minute mm-hmm. um obviously people who are like elderly are the first to get it and then people who are essential workers as well yeah um more so like doctors and shit like that mm-hmm. and people who like work in grocery stores because i technically am like retail whatever mm-hmm. but even so because i'm young i don't think i would be up for it for a minute yeah yeah no like my mom she she thought it was a whole conspiracy like the corona mm-hmm. she was like oh they, they released it it's it's lab made it was only here sent here to you know attack the poor people or immigrants mm. and stuff yeah i was like mom, i don't i don't think so <laughs> i mean there's a lot of conspiracies around it i i mean to be to bh i like like reading and like listening to conspiracies because i'm like mm-hmm. hmm, i feel like there is some truth to some things that they say mm-hmm. and then i'm also like okay but let's think logically <laughs> like <laughs> um but i like listening to like conspiracy theories and a lot of stuff that i guess public makes it seem like it's like it's too crazy like that's mm-hmm. a crazy conspiracy theory that can't be true some of that stuff did actually happen like mm-hmm. i don't know if you or the listeners have ever heard of mk ultra <laughs> but it's like this um series of experiments that the u.s government did do like mm-hmm. it's a fact that they did do it but they would unknowingly drug civilians oh, really? um even their own agents like they would drug them and like see what they would do mm-hmm. and un- like these people didn't know that they were being drugged so like oh. they would just kind of like basically go crazy Mm -hmm. and um it kind of came to a head when this one person i think he was an agent he kind of like they drugged him and he like jumped out of a window but they made it seem like he had like killed himself Mm -hmm. but some people think that he was pushed Mm -hmm. so like there's like stuff like that Mm -hmm. that i mean has happened but it's like been covered up Mm -hmm. and then later on it comes out that it was true yeah so it's like what is the truth? I don't know. So what's one of the craziest conspiracies you actually kind of believe? Probably that one. No. Probably that one or like, um, I mean, I feel like aliens are real. Mm-hmm. And they've been in cahoots with the government. You think so? I think so. Yeah, that's that's what I was, because um, I, I was talking about that um, recently with, um, not the last podcast that I did, but the one before. Yeah. Um, with one of my buddies named uh, Nicholas. Okay. Uh, eventually, we just started talking about aliens. <laughs> but what's it called? I don't know. I think because there was um they released a thing um or like last year yeah uh, when the pandemic hit about um you know they were like oh aliens are real they live amongst us but we're just not ready and um then the whole fucking government they released the actual um pictures of ufos oh i remember the video of like um some i guess they were like air force they were like Mm -hmm. trying to chase down this thing in the sky it just looked like a very fast moving object Mm -hmm. and they released that video Mm -hmm. um and they were like we don't know what it is yeah. They, they just put it out there like yeah. that and we're like we don't know what it is yeah and then we just kind of brushed it aside because i mean you know a lot of shit was going on so right. we just had to focus on that and then yeah focus about aliens yeah but like um what's it called with the aliens i i really hope they fucking exist and if they live amongst us that'll be fucking insane i mean i i don't know if you've ever like like read into um the men in black oh yeah yeah but like the more that you read into it, you're like, hmm, like <laughs> they true. could be aliens. 
humans yeah. like aliens why not like why couldn't they dress up as mm-hmm. humans and like because a thing that i saw was um i saw a youtube video of yeah. like uh video surveillance i think it was um it wasn't a hospital it was probably a bank yeah or it was some some place and basically it was two guys who walked in there in um and like you know men in black suits mm-hmm. they they had their whole you know fancy suits on but then they also had like a trench coat and like a fedora on yeah fucking hella suspicious mm-hmm. but um they walked into the building and the next thing you know a big flash happened and then they just fucking walked out like nothing happened and i mean that's the only clip they had and i mean to like i don't know what was going on in that scene mm-hmm. but um i don't know it was either that those people were with the government came there to you know clear people's minds right and then bounce yeah or it was like aliens bouncing, like walked in there and then they're like, oh, let's do some crazy shit. Yeah, let's just and fuck then, with them a little bit yeah, and then do. And then bounce out. Yeah. Do you think aliens would be more of a like a chill group or they're here to like, like would it would they be like, like let's mess around with people here? Mm-hmm. Or would they be like, oh, let's attack? Or like, um, let's just wait till people are ready and then we'll be like, hey, we're here. I feel like it's, so my theory, I feel like it's all of the above. Because mm-hmm. I feel like just like humans, like we have our own cultures and like different mm-hmm. customs and shit. I'm, I'm sure that aliens come from all over the fucking place. Yeah. And I'm sure some are like more violent and hostile and mm-hmm. other ones are like more like peaceful. Other yeah. ones are like, hey, let's just be scientific about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe all of the above. Yeah. All of the above. It's not that. It's a good answer. Yeah. Because I, I would like. Because I'm, I'm thinking they're just here to fuck around with us. I mean, there's they're, that. Yeah, like, I feel like they have, they do, uh-huh. and they will continue to do so. Mm-hmm. Like, all of the stories of people who say that they got abducted. Mm-hmm. Obviously, some are, like, made up. Mm-hmm. And, like, I forget what it's called, but it's, like, something where you... If you've seen about, seen about it... Mm-hmm. Um, seen about it. Seen of it or heard about it... Um, then you kind of like put that in your subconscious and you think that it also happened to you. So it could be, you know, sometimes it's, that's the case. Other times, like, I feel like it really did happen to people. Mm -hmm. Um, I like listening to like podcasts about, um, like superstitious stuff, like ghosts, Mm -hmm. um, uh, vampires, Mm -hmm. like anything like that's supernatural. Um, I like reading about it, watching like movies about it. Mm -hmm. Cause I feel like everything has a bit of truth in it Mm -hmm. and um one of my favorite um favorite directors guillermo del toro Mm -hmm. he his movies i feel like resonate a lot with me because it's Mm -hmm. like creatures that are more like fairy tale Mm -hmm. but he did the one with hellboy no i love hellboy hellboy is probably one of my favorite like comics one of my Mm -hmm. favorite like I guess he's a superhero. The old one, right? The old Hellboy, not the new one? Yeah, what? old, old Yeah, because the new one was kind of whack. I didn't even watch it because no. I didn't want to be disappointed. Yeah, it wasn't that great. So, mm-hmm. but I like watching his stuff and like, in like a director's cut version of one of the, mm-hmm. I think it's Hellboy, the first one, he says um, something along the lines of like, I believe there's like truth in every story, like mm-hmm. everything, every fairy tale is mm-hmm. like true to some extent. And that's how I feel about it too. Like, do you also believe in like paranormal? Oh yeah. 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 Have you had experiences, or mm. you just want you you really think it's real? I think it's real. I feel mm-hmm. like it's like a lot of my beliefs like kind of mesh in with other stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, 
I feel like I'm more of like a spiritual person instead mm-hmm. of like religious or anything. Um, so I definitely feel like the influence of some stuff a lot mm-hmm. more, like I guess spirits. Oh, okay. Um, and like in a more traditional sense where, you know, there's spirits of like the water, the mm-hmm. land, the earth, oh, the okay. stuff yeah, yeah. like that. There's like those very ancient, very old spirits. Mm-hmm. And of course, there's like spirits of like people who mm-hmm. just kind of float around. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, I feel like they're they're lost yeah. or like they're holding on to something mm-hmm. like, you know, like the tra- traditional ghosts and stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like what ghosts are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think there's also like some truth to like fairies and stuff mm-hmm. and things that you read about so much and i feel like i think my dad told me this once he was like we were watching some we went to the movies to watch like some animated movie about like aliens invading Mm -hmm. earth or like some fool goes to the moon and like Mm -hmm. he finds out that there's aliens and he's like i feel like they they put this out in like the men in black movies Mm -hmm. like they put that out there so that it's like more normalized but it's also kind of like a joke Mm -hmm. like so if you say oh i believe in this oh it's like that movie that's just Mm -hmm. a movie or like you can brush it off easier yeah so people are like it's either more normal or more easy to make fun of Mm -hmm. so what what do you think the reaction would be if like aliens finally decided like come out and be like hey real bro i feel like everyone i mean you think people would lose their shit some people would yeah some people i mean especially like people who are like super religious and they believe like in the end of days and shit Mm -hmm. like um i know i've heard like really sad tragic stories of people who like either a parent or somebody they kind of like have a mental break Mm -hmm. or like something happens in their environment and they just like kill their family and then kill themselves Because they're like, I don't want my family to go through that. I just Mm want to, like, just dip. Um, And, like, that type of stuff, I feel like that would happen Mm -hmm. if, like, aliens showed up. A lot of people would just, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. they would just be like, you know what? This is too crazy for me. I'm out. Damn. Um, And a lot of people would probably be like, let's find out what what they're about. Yeah. But more than likely, like... um, Humans are very defensive, so mm-hmm. I feel like the military and like they would try to attack. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's what. But I'm pretty happen. sure the aliens. I mean, they have, they're fucking advanced. So I'm pretty sure, like, if we try to nuke them or something, they'd be like, "Come yeah. on, dude, that's like a fucking is a, a Molotov <laughs> for us." Yeah, they they would be like, they'd just laugh. Yeah, they'd be like, huh, I, I laugh in front of pity. <laughs> like, Jesus yeah. Christ. And like, how about do you believe in time travel? I don't know. You don't believe? I, I don't know. But I feel like I don't know too much about it to mm-hmm. know how I feel about it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I feel like... Like... I'm more of a... Um, like an astral projection oh, okay. type of... Mm-hmm. Like I lean more towards that because I know more about it. Mm-hmm. Time travel, I feel like it's a little bit more complicated. Yeah. Even though like I get it. Like you just go back in time or go mm-hmm. in the future. But, like, how the fuck do you do that, yeah. <laughs> you know? With, like, astral projection, you just kind of, like, close your eyes and then, like, you're having, like, an out-of-body experience. Mm-hmm. And then you can, like, see things or know things that you wouldn't really know because, like, your body is in one place. Mm-hmm. Like, how could you know what's going on elsewhere? Yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, I feel like we have the power to do that. Mm. No, I really want to believe in time travel because mm-hmm. I've seen some pictures of like people talking about oh time travel time travel is real. Like look at this guy, he's in a in a crowd that looks to be like in the nineteen twelves or nineteen twenties. Oh or yeah, so. yeah. And the guy has like a really cool sweater on. He looks like a fucking hipster. And he's just he's just yeah. walking around, and he and they're like, oh, see, this is time travel, but um, apparently it got kind of debunked, and they're like, oh, it's actually Photoshop. Yeah. But I'm really not sure if it was like proven to be debunked, or people are just like, no, it's Photoshop. You can totally tell. Right. And then there's also the other thing of um, there was this one video, um, I think it was in a Charlie Chaplin movie, mm-hmm. and um, a person in the background looked like she was like having a phone on her head mm-hmm. well, not on her head but on her hand and on her ear yeah and they were like there's no way they had something um in like a technology back then yeah. that seemed to be resembling even close to a phone where you put something onto your ear right so they were like um this is obviously fucking a time traveler who fucking pulled out a phone to and was like yo pull me out of this yeah, <laughs> out yeah, of like, this year yeah pretty much but um, I don't know. I really want to believe in it. But then there's also like the other thing that some people say mm-hmm. is like if time travel exists, why haven't people come over here to fucking fix certain issues? Right. But at the same time, what if those issues have to happen in order for time travel to exist? There's that. Yeah. So I mean, another theory that I have, I mm-hmm. feel like aliens. I feel like they've been like helping us, mm-hmm. probably like experimenting, experimenting with us. But like, at some point in history. Like, how did we go from, like, you know, using rocks and shit mm-hmm. to, like, hunt? And then now we have, like, guns and yeah. very advanced technology. Like, obviously, there's, like, how it happened. Like, mm-hmm. there's a natural progression of things. But, um, like, during the Industrial Revolution and shit, I feel mm-hmm. like there was a solid leap yeah. into, like, new technologies. Mm-hmm. And, like, what if yeah. aliens were, like, here? Like, here you go, fam. <laughs> yeah, and, like, what if they went to, like, um, I've heard theories that maybe aliens, like, showed up to, like, um, Albert Einstein and, like, mm-hmm. people who were, like, famous scientists or, mm-hmm. like, inventors and, like, kind of gave them a push. Yeah. And, like, or gave them something that they needed to, like, figure something out. Yeah. I also want to believe in, like, um, the, do you know about the Stone Age? theory Stone Age, no. no so it's kind of what you said how there was that one gap where we went from like primate primates when we were like hitting rocks to make fire yeah to like actually fucking having tools um but apparently they were saying how um we were just fucking you know monkeys mm-hmm. and then just eating vegetation and shit and eventually we just hit um like fucking mushrooms yeah or like um the fucking whatever chemical compound is found in acid and then we just mm. ate it, and we were like, holy fuck, what's going on? And then, because, you know, when you take those drugs, your your brain kind of um, fucking, it uses everything. Yeah, it fires up. Yeah so, yeah, so apparently they're saying that, you know, the fucking ape took it, and then he started tripping balls, and his, Damn. his brain started making connections. So that fool, like, licked a frog or whatever, and then yeah. he was like, oh, wait a minute, <laughs> who am I? <laughs> yeah, and then he just started fucking questioning life. Okay. But, um, man, fuck that fool. Now I gotta mm-hmm. fucking have a job because he Pretty wanted much, to yeah. lick a frog. But, yo, like, if that would have never happened, we would never lick frogs. That's true. Because, <laughs> like, well, what do you think about that, though? Like, what do you think came to the person's mind when he was like, let me lick this frog? I mean, just curiosity, like, mm-hmm. you know, just do random shit, especially, like, when you're a kid and 
Like you're you fucking think a little with... kid fucking with the frog. I mean, maybe because like if like when I was little and you're just like outside and you're like playing with like dirt and shit, like you mm-hmm. see bugs and and you're like, whoa, what happens if I like <laughs> if I do something with so it? No, just for funsies. But just like thinking about it, I'm sure like wh- whoever did that or like whatever was going through their brain was probably like this is just another thing mm-hmm. to do. Like, I'm bored. Yeah. And then maybe something like that. Because I, I guess it's almost the same thing as the guy who um, came up with cheese or yeah. milk. Yeah. Because, you know, like, the guy who who came up with... Do you think Which one do you think is worse? The guy who came up with cheese or milk? Because the guy who came up with milk was like, you know what? I see that cows, you know, a baby cow is, you know, sucking on the cow teat. Yeah. So let me try to eat it. <laughs> And then there was the other one who was like, you know what, this milk is spoiled, but I don't want to make it go to waste. Let's turn it into some cheese. Yeah, then he just made cheese. I don't know. I think both of them are pretty sick, but I mean, we've always used other animals to like help us survive. Mm-hmm. So could be one. Of, I don't even know where milk came from. Like, who was the first fool? Who decided like, to drink Yeah, what culture does that come from? Oh, I, I don't know. But because there's, you know, there's cows and then there's um, goats. Those yeah. are the main ones. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like every culture probably had, like, mm-hmm. somebody be like, hey, we could use that. <laughs> but you think it was more like a dare? Like, hey, I dare you. <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Would you do it? If someone was like, you'd never done it before, was it normal to do? But someone was like, hey. I dare you to do it? Yeah. I don't do know. It? I don't think I would do it. They'll have to double dare me. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, but what's it called? Nah, I don't think I would do it. I'd be like, yo, what the fuck out of here, you fucking weirdo. Yeah. But they'll be like, but I, I double dare you to do it. Right. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like, I'm going back to my farming. Yeah. Like, you I'm wouldn't... going to pick some herbs, guys. Y'all are weird. <laughs> Y'all are weird. We're Y'all not are friends weird. no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's, like, the whole fucking human evolution is fucking intense. Yeah. Because we, like... We legit came from nothing and now we're something. Yeah. Because we're, we were walking in the face of this earth with just fucking, you know, trees, dirt, and fucking calling it a day. Yeah. And now there's fucking skyscrapers, there's fucking planes, there's right. fucking spaceships and shit. And I think it, like, it freaks me out that that, like, we have, like, spaceships and mm-hmm. fucking skyscrapers, but there's also so much unexplored, mm-hmm. like, on the earth, like, deep sea creatures oh, yeah. and shit. I feel like... How have we, like, made it to space, but we don't know what's in our oceans? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's giant-ass jellyfish that we've only seen, like, once or twice. Mm-hmm. Some animals that we we think exist yeah. down in the deep, but we can't see them. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's even more wild. Yeah, insane. And then on top of that, I heard somewhere, I'm not sure if it's true or not, but it's, like, that the Earth's crust thing mm-hmm. isn't actually kind of real. So, like, you know how it has different layers? Mm-hmm. That um, in the dead center, there's, like, magma and shit. Yeah. People are saying that it's probably not even true. That mm-hmm. it's just probably, like, more dirt or something. But, like, you know the whole tectonic plates? Right. It's probably true. Yeah. But, like, the whole thing of, like, each layer where it goes from dirt to, like, fucking metal. Like, solid, right. solid metal to, no, like, rock, then metal, metal. Yeah. And then the dead center magma. Yeah. It's, um, they're saying that it's not true. It's just all fucking dirt inside and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm really not sure about that. I, I would, yeah, I would put that in the same category as, like, flat earth mm-hmm. people. Like, who Have, think... You don't you don't think the flat Earth thing is real? No, <laughs> I think our Earth is is pretty spherical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's pretty spherical. Uh-huh. Um, I do have my doubts about the moon landing. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, I do have my my suspicions. I'm like, hmm. yeah, you don't think it's true. No, and I've had those suspicions since I was like a kid, apparently. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if, like, you know when um sometimes they'll do like um in schools a teacher would have to like film their class mm-hmm. like if they were still like in school to become a teacher or something so yeah. they had to film their class as they were teaching and we had to sign the permission slips and like all of that mm-hmm. so there was cameras and stuff and i guess i got bold and we were having some uh lesson about like the moon and the earth landing and stuff mm-hmm. and i was like okay if like they put the flag on the moon like wouldn't it be all ripped up by now because mm-hmm. i thought like it would be flapping in the wind and yeah. it'd be like tore up from the floor up but they were everybody just started laughing and i was like well what are you guys what are you guys laughing at mm-hmm. like, i'm asking a serious question here <laughs> like somebody answer me please but like there's like no atmosphere on the moon so mm-hmm. like it wouldn't move or whatever yeah but you know it could be that they've like they faked the fake part mm-hmm. so like they've just like wasted people's time by thinking that it was fake but it was real mm-hmm. i don't know no, I, don't I go in circles with that one to yeah. be honest no i want to believe that we landed on the moon you do yeah i want to believe but like who, who really knows man? yeah because the only people that do know is the people that were there right but like i do want i do believe in the that the world is a sphere yeah um, I did. I did watch a documentary though about um, flat Earth. Yeah. Just because I was like, "Yo, this is bullshit." I Let feel me fucking that. see what people think. Yeah. So I look at it, and eventually it just became. Um, it 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 was about like people talking about like, oh, if the world is flat, how come I'm over here at a distance and I can still see the city? <laughs> some crazy shit like that. Yeah. And I was like, well, fucking, I don't know. But then they came up with a a really cool experiment that mm-hmm. kind of backfired. Which was basically, um, you know how they're saying, like, you know, since the world is a sphere, it's basically a circle. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're at one point and then you're at the other point, and if you were to grab um, two sticks that are the same height, and then if you were to put a piece of rope um, from one end to the other one, um, would it, um, well, not a piece of rope, but like a, like a laser pointer, mm-hmm. um, will it reach the same point? And mm-hmm. that's kind of what they wanted to try. But the laser pointers that they used, um, they used the strongest one and it kind of backfired because when they were pointing it, the beam no longer was like small. It was like a fucking a huge thing. So right. it obviously hit the stick, but um, it kind of, it kind of, what's it called? Backfired their theory. Mm-hmm. But um, what's it called? I don't know. It's, it, it, like the, they get, did give a couple of points where I was like, you know what? The world could be flat. Right. <laughs> but then at the same time, I was like, no, I went to school. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's round. Yeah. But um, also, there was this one, um, like, it got to the point where it was no longer talking about, like, the world being round. It was more talking about how this one guy has a crush with this other girl in there. <laughs> and then they, <laughs> they switched it up. Yeah. And the guy, the guy, he was just trying to be with her. But she was, she was kind of like, nah, I believe more into the fucking flat earth and we've got to be committed. Damn. And then he was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it kind of became from, like, a whole thing of, like, I believe the world is flat to, yeah. like, I'm simping on this lady. <laughs> but then it went back to, like, yeah, the world is flat. <laughs> Damn. But it's um, it, it's an interesting documentary. We just want to laugh. Yeah. Because there's, there's no way it's real. <laughs> but then there's also this other show. Yeah. It's fucking, it's, it's trippy as fuck. It's, um, it's called, um, other, no, like, um, Alien Planets, something mm-hmm. like that. It's on Netflix, and it's basically talking about how um, they're going, like, because you know there's a shit ton of fucking planets. Right. Um, they, they talk about how, like, hey, this planet exists, 
um, and then this planet kind of has this atmosphere. Mm -hmm. So if it was to have aliens um, or any form of life, these um, these animals would live there. So, I mean, they're not mm. saying, like, these people, like, these aliens are, like, advanced to the point where they think like us. Right. They're trying to show you just the wildlife that they have, they right. could have. So, there's this one planet that was trippy as fuck. Because, um, apparently, it doesn't rotate. It just, um, it just stays still, but it goes, it still goes around the, the sun. Mm-hmm. So, only um, one side of it? Yeah, only one side is, like, day fucking 24-7. Oh. And then the other side is nighttime 24-7. And it's trippy as fuck. Because, I mean... Ooh. They they show the evolution of um, one specific animal, mm-hmm. um, and it shows how like in the the animal in the daytime one, he he's like fucking survival you know fucking because it's daytime and it's hot and shit all the time. So so it's kind of more like um, like skin and bones, mm-hmm. and then the other one in the in the frozen side it's um, I wouldn't say it's it's um, skin and bones but it's still fairly skin, mm-hmm. um, but then it has fur. But um, on top of that, you know, you just get to see their whole fucking survival tactic. Yeah. And then there's these other planets that exist and um, they show you, um, what is it called? Like these flying animals that because the the gravity is so um, so thin or so, Yeah. they're just floating. But when they do decide to land, their body is too heavy to fucking flap again. So they just die. And, but those are usually, um, it's, it sucks for the moms because it's the moms that land. And, you know, they, they give birth and then the, the little puppies fucking eat the mom. And then they have a whole turtle experience where they try to reach a cliff Damn. and then just jump. But then there's these little other aliens <laughs> that so fucking deep. come by and eat them. Yeah. So it's, it's like a show you should check out if you just want to trip out and be like, fuck. Like, is this? I mean, yeah, I already trip out like on regular like um, uh, like Discovery Channel and shit. Mm-hmm. Like uh what you call it on netflix they'll have like random random shows that just show like deep sea mm-hmm. creatures or like um you know the animals that you'd see on safari or whatever mm-hmm. i think that's already like sick as fuck because yeah. i'm like whoa like those are our neighbors basically mm-hmm. like those are animals that are alive mm-hmm. um sadly a lot of them are going extinct but i mean that's already wild let alone mm-hmm. like thinking about what could be on another planet yeah that's wild it's insane you should definitely give it a fucking shot if you want to just trip out yeah because like the graphics it's you just look at it and like holy fuck right because it's it's almost like um you ever seen avatar yeah it's kind of like that oh cool so you're looking at it and like damn dude like these these fucking aliens have like a whole fucking thing going on and i mean then to imagine like what if there's other planets that are going through a stone age right now Mm-hmm. Or like other planets where they're in our time in our timeline, mm-hmm. or other planets where they're going on like a fucking futuristic timeline, and right now they're just coming back just to fuck around, or you know give us a little push to become that. Yeah. Or what do you think about? Uh, <laughs> or what do you think about um, like alternate universes? I think that's hella real. You think it's real? I think that's hella real. Like I. I think that's, for some reason, that makes more sense to me than time travel, Mm -hmm. like the way that it works, I guess, because I'm just like, yup, (laughs) alternate universe, one of my alternate universe meetings right Mm -hmm. now is probably like the one hosting the podcast, and you're the one that's (laughs) like, you know what (laughs) I mean? Like, I could totally see that, Mm -hmm. like stuff like that, it makes sense, Mm because I'm like, you, what is it, the butterfly effect? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Where where you like do something and it affects something somewhere else, Mm -hmm. if that's like for what is that movie 
on Netflix, but it's like this one fool, but it shows like how his life could be like three or four different ways mm-hmm. if he had made one decision over the other. And mm-hmm. then like it kind of follows every timeline. Wait, was it that um, Black Mirror movie? No, not Black mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody? Yeah. I, I don't think I've seen it. I gotta but, check it out though. Yeah, it's like, it's one of those movies where you have to watch it more mm-hmm. than once. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, yeah, it was really, it was really trippy, like, watching. Yeah. I was like, damn, mm-hmm. if he had done that, then his personality would be so different. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't like to think too much on those things, like, for myself, like, personally, because mm-hmm. I'm like, what's done is done, at yeah. least in this timeline, yeah. in this universe. Like, I can't go back and change it, so... I just got to deal with it and, mm-hmm. like, make the best of my situation mm-hmm. and move forward however I can. Yeah. No, that's good. No, eventually, I ca- like, sometimes I catch myself thinking in that. Yeah, getting in that loop. Yeah, I'm like, yo, like, um, fucking, oh, like, right now, I decided to do the podcast. Yeah. Like, uh, well, I decided to start a podcast. And then, but there's also that alternate me who was like, fuck it, I'm not going to do that shit. It's right, stupid. right. And then, um, but then that's also um, another theory is that um, that's what happens on a deja vu moment. Mm-hmm. When you have yeah. a deja vu moment, that's when um, the universes fucking collide. Yeah. And they actually follow in sync. So that's when you're like, yo, it sounds a little familiar. And then they kind of merge together. Yeah. That's what it feels like in the moment, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is really familiar. And then you just kind of like forget about it, go about your day or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, have you ever had like a moment where you're going about your day and then you almost remember something that feels like it's from a dream? Yeah. yeah. I, that happens to me a lot where I'm mm-hmm. like, wait, did I dream that How recently? often does it happen? I don't know. I couldn't tell you like a time, mm-hmm. like how often it happens, but I definitely like feel it uh, maybe like once a month, something like that. Once a month? Every, every few months. Shit, man. I'm so- like... You're, you're connected to um, fucking everything. <laughs> yeah, I just trip out all the time. Well, it's and a blessing and a curse. <laughs> but damn, that's fucking cool. I mean, the whole idea of thinking that there's fucking alternate universes, aliens, yeah. and fucking time travel, and just a bunch of fucking crazy shit. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like, I mean, your cat's like right here on my lap right now. <laughs> like, I love animals for that reason, because mm-hmm. I feel like they have spirits too, you know, they have their mm-hmm. own thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I always wonder, like, what animals are feeling and thinking yeah and like why they're like so like i dogs have obviously like a distinct personality from cats Mm -hmm. like they're more loyal and like needy versus cats they're like more independent and like Mm -hmm. fuck you like you know whatever yeah i'll just come over when i like want love Mm um i don't know animals have they are smarter than us i feel like plants and animals both are smarter than we are mm-hmm. but we think that we're running around like smarter than anything else well yeah because i mean just because we can make a fucking iphone from the ground up right doesn't mean we we can get thrown into the fucking into the wild and fucking survive exactly because um i forgot where i heard it but it was like um let me throw you into the wild and let me see how long it takes you to make a phone exactly exactly because that's that it's fucking insane you know you just you're going like um for an animal you can throw them into the wild and they can survive right but for us you throw us into the wild yeah there's some people who like oh i know how to hunt i know how to fucking survive right but how long can you do it right and then um but like the animals they can fucking live either way because apparently um cats they um they became they became self-domesticated yeah. So they were like, you know what? I fuck with this guy. Let me just live with I'm him. I'm gonna just chill. Yeah, yeah. And then the dogs, you know, people wanted a 
fucking have a buddy to help them hunt. So then the... The wolves and shit got domesticated. Yeah. So it's just a whole fucking crazy ass fucking thing. Yeah. Honestly, human... I mean, we've talked about it for a minute now. Human mm-hmm. evolution is fucking wild. Mm-hmm. Do you think... Like, um, have you seen this one uh, picture of what scientists believe we will look like when we get a, when we evolve <laughs> we're gonna be like more naked like that, more not naked but like uh-huh. less less hairy i guess oh. <laughs> like we won't have as much hair uh-huh. and i wonder like why like a lot of things once they explain it i'm like okay i guess that makes sense mm-hmm. and i mean i feel like the main thing that i i can tell has changed in like humans because recently i've been looking for like a shoe that's comfortable that i can mm-hmm. wear all day and I realized that shoes aren't made for the fucking foot. They're no. made to, like, make your foot hurt. So that way mm. you have more foot problems. You mm. have to go to the doctor more. And you keep on buying different shoes. Yeah. So our natural foot, it, like, wants to spread out. Mm-hmm. Like, when we step, it want, our toes just want to spread out and, like, you know, oh, whatever. Okay. But most shoes are made very narrow mm-hmm. especially around the toe box they're very narrow so our natural foot is like just cramped up all the time yeah and like that fucks with our posture mm-hmm. and you know a bunch of, the, of other shit if you see like a picture of someone who's never worn like a shoe a traditional shoe mm-hmm. their foot looks so different from a person who's worn shoes since they were yeah. like a kid so like are you doing anything about that or i i mean i've just found out that like if you have a shoe that has a wider toe box that's mm-hmm. more healthier for you oh. and a shoe that has i think it's called a zero drop where mm-hmm. it's like flat it doesn't have a heel mm-hmm. because if it has more of a heel and your foot's on an incline um your foot naturally like tries to compensate for that instead mm-hmm. of like your natural foot would just be flat yeah. Oh, that's fucking insane. Yeah. I, I never even thought about that. Yeah. So that's like how like we've evolved our feet mm-hmm. over time. And like that's just us being alive. That's not like something that you pass down. Mm-hmm. Well, it can be. But in like your own life, you change the way that your foot looks mm-hmm. based on what shoes you wear, how you walk and all that. Oh, fuck, man. I mean, so far, all I've been wearing are fucking Crocs. Same. These I literally was like Crocs. thinking about wearing my Crocs here, but I was like, <laughs> no, let me be a little bit more professional. But... <laughs> I mean, yeah, same. I live in my Crocs mm-hmm. and, like, comfy shoes. Comfort and style, like, mm-hmm. I just want to live between those two things. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. And, I mean, so far, I mean, the Crocs, a lot of people have been talking shit about them. Since forever, though. Yeah. And I used to talk shit about Crocs. Yeah, oh, me too. It wasn't until I went to Disney and I was, my shoes got wet and they had Crocs. And I was like, <laughs> fuck it, I'm going to buy them. Because they also have, instead of, like, the regular holes, they had the Mickey Mouse. Oh, that's cute. So I got me those. And yeah. I was like, fuck, I'm fucking repping these shits now because they're yeah. comfortable. And, I mean, these are the shoes that I have. But then, um, I also, like I told you, I'm also trying to do, like, a bunch of different art styles. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to make my own form of uh, Mexican sandals. Oh. So you know the huaraches? Yeah. Yeah, so um, you know how they have those that are like weaved in onto your foot? Yeah. Like the traditional ones? Mm-hmm. I wanted to make some of those, but like uh, with a, like a gringo twist. Mm-hmm. Like instead of using a regular leather uh, leather sole, it was going to be a, um, what's it called? A Birkenstocks, uh, the corkscrew sole. Yeah. Because that molds onto your foot. Right, it does. So um, I wanted to do something like that and then just wrap it up 
and fucking make it look cool. That's pretty sick. Yeah, but I I haven't had time to. Do I mean, you gotta go through like sketches, prototypes, mm-hmm. and all that. That's that's a, hard. That's a, that's yeah. a whole project. Yeah, because it's it's fucking tough. Because um, yeah. the thing is that I also want to make a mold of my foot. Yeah. And then use that as the last. Yeah. So instead of using a regular um generic foot mold and then just wrapping it in there, then you know. Uh, stitching it up yeah i want to use a piece of uh i want to use a last that looks like my foot mm-hmm. like i guess how you said like since we're stepping on the floor your fat your, your foot's like it spreads out more yeah, yeah so i kind of wanted to have something like that yeah and then just um wrap it up onto the birkenstock and then wrap it up in leather and something like that that's pretty cool but it's fucking complicated that's um i mean yeah. who knows maybe down the line you'll collab with like some shoe shoemaking yeah, yeah. Because that's, I've been trying to go on YouTube and find people making those kind of sandals. Yeah. But they don't have people. I mean, it's hard. Like, yeah. some things, like, I think of, I'm like, damn, how could I, like, make this myself? Or, mm-hmm. like, because I just want to stop. I, I Over the last, like, maybe three years, mm-hmm. I've, like, slowed down, like, how much I buy and, like, thought a lot more about what it is that I buy, where I'm buying from, mm-hmm. if it's going to last me, if it's, like, made from products, like, what is used to make it mm-hmm. is stuff that's sustainable i've been thinking more and more about that and i'm like damn we like the more that you think about it the more you realize that everything that we create is so fucking wasteful mm-hmm. and i just want something that's more like circular like if yeah. i make it it's from the earth and then if I, once it's like done being used by me it mm-hmm. can go back into the earth and like yeah. it won't be wasteful it won't you know be plastic that can never be recycled something yeah. like that yeah yeah and i mean it's it's something people got to work on because you know the end of the world is near yeah because of the whole pollution and fucking global warming and shit exactly but i mean i think it's gonna take a while until that day happens yeah, yeah. i mean we're bringing it closer every day that we i mean not we but like corporations don't mm-hmm. take accountability and stop like destroying the fucking planet and exploiting yeah. people and um you know sacrificing people animals all that shit Mm -hmm. in order for like capital gain because that's just a monetary gain in the present Mm -hmm. like they're just exhausting very finite resources Mm -hmm. eventually we're gonna run out of water clean water we're gonna run out of everything (laughs) yeah and that's that's kind of why i want to learn how to do everything yeah so that i don't rely on fucking companies and shit right. to do something for me and that way you can pass it down like not even like your own children but like it, in, in the present like your mm-hmm. homies and shit like your yeah. family you can start changing people's mindsets now mm-hmm. and i feel like that's been my thing like i don't want to like go to everybody that i know and be like hey you need to start doing this you yeah. know use a glass straw instead of like a re- like a disposable one like i feel like you show more when you like lead by example mm-hmm. and like you do your own thing and people are like hey that's actually more useful or like mm-hmm. why do you do that and they ask genuine questions yeah i feel like you you show people more and like they learn more through that yeah than like just preaching all the time no yeah that's true and i mean like um that's kind of something that my um my co-worker passed on to me yeah because he's um he's a hands-on kind of guy he fucking he was in the military but i mean he learned how to do almost everything by himself yeah so he's not walking around to a store like hey here's my money and fucking something he's like why why pay for some cabinets that um to somebody when i can make them yeah so that's that's kind of how he lives yeah um and then um 
I told you he he was the one who taught me how to do jewelry. Yeah. So he was like, um, I learned this from some guy, and then the guy he was like, all my education is free, mm-hmm. because um, why why charge for something? Why charge somebody for um, some something educational? You know, right? When education should be free, you know. Period. That kind of shit. Yeah. Period. <laughs> yep. That's how I feel too. Mm-hmm. Like anything that I learned, like. I feel like that's why I wanted to be a teacher because everything that I learned, I immediately wanted to turn around and like teach it to someone else too. Mm-hmm. Cause there's so much value in that. There's yeah. like so much that happens when you're teaching too, that you don't even think about mm-hmm. like you're like, I know Crystal, like she's trying to become a teacher and shit. Mm-hmm. And like, that's something that I respect so much. <laughs> Cause I'm like, dude, you're putting so much of yourself into these kids, whether they realize it or not in that moment, like, they're going to grow up and be forever impacted by you. And that mm-hmm. impact rolls over into every aspect of their life. Yeah. yeah so like to have that everlasting effect and like that ripple effect, mm-hmm. I think it's so cool. And when you think about it, it's like your brain just explodes because you're like, yeah. whoa, everything is meaningful. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a crazy world we're moving into. True. Yeah. But what's it called? Let's call it a wrap. Thanks for being here. No problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah. This was fun. (laughs) I'll see you next time when we succeed. Bet. Bye.